Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Potomac Perspective. I'm Neil Shapiro, Head of Corporate Communications at Stiefel, joined as always by Brian Gardner, our Chief Washington Policy Strategist. Hi, Brian. Happy September. Happy September, Neil. Um, I guess we're on the wrong side of Labor Day, but uh, good to be with you. Yes, definitely the wrong side of Labor Day if you're a summer person. Um, but football starts this week and we're getting to the, you know, the final days of the pennant races. So that's exciting. No, I mean, sports wise, you know, it's one of those times of year um, that just everything kind of comes together. Um, you know, baseball, as you said, getting to the pennant races, NFL uh, starting up in a couple of weeks, um, uh, training camps for uh, the NHL and NBA start, college football, obviously. So, you know, it, it, I, I'm, a, I'm a summer guy, so I don't want to give up on uh, the long, warm days, but um as a sports fan, this is just one of yeah. the, the sweet spots in the year. Well, you're a summer guy because you're a big golfer and you're in, uh, and you're golf in the, and, and grew up, you know, grew up on the South Shore, Long Island near the water. So, uh, and it's, it's not, it's not a long season up there. Uh, so uh, we, we hold on to it for dear life uh, as the, uh, the sun starts to set lower and lower in the sky. It is true. Well, you know, we've got, I mentioned the football starts this week, right? The first game. Um, and Congress is back as well now that we've turned the page to September. Um, so maybe we start with taking a look at what's on the agenda now that we've got folks actually back in Washington. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, talking about one of those sweet spots of the years for sports, it's a, a sweet spot for politics and policy as well. So, um, you know, everybody knows the midterms are in November. Um, so Congress is going to leave at the end of the month, at the end of September, to, to head back home to campaign. Um that kind of coincides the end of the month with the federal, the end of the federal government's fiscal year. So Congress has to pass a new spending bill to fund the government and avoid a shutdown. Um, and that's likely going to happen. Um, chances for a shutdown are really remote. Um, every once in a while, I think uh, chances are high for a shutdown. This is not one of those times. This is one of those times when going into a midterm election, nobody wants to be blamed for a shutdown. You know, the, the, it would occur six weeks before the election. So no one wants to blame for that, neither party. So, um, yeah, Congress is going to spend a lot of time working on that spending bill. It'll be a short term spending bill. But um, well, that was going to be my question. Is, is it is it is it a short is it a Band-Aid spending bill or is it you know, there, is there more teeth to it? Now, it's it's a, it's a it's a short termer um, in order to have a longer term uh, bill that would cover the entire fiscal year from October 1 of this year to September 30 of next year, Congress would have to reach an agreement about funding levels for the entire year. So um, it's not, and it ha they haven't gotten there yet. They still need a few more weeks. Um, so this is gonna fund the government into December, probably, um, at which point Congress is either, it'll face the choice of passing another short-term bill um, as they continue negotiations, or if they finally have a deal, a, a longer-term bill that would get us through the rest of the fiscal year. Well, as somebody who prides themselves on being very a very good planner, this does not sound like very good planning to me. No, it's not. Um, look, you know, the size of the government, the complexities of Congress, um, it, it's not good it's 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 almost impossible to have good long-term planning. This is not certainly does not fall into that category of, of great planning. Um and there are issues. These these short-term bills, because there is not an agreement on longer-term funding levels, the sh a short-term bill 
uh, typically funds the government pro- a government program at the levels of last year's funding bill. So a government agency like the Department of Defense, you know, it's supposed to get a small increase in funding. It's not getting that right now. Um, that it's going to have to wait until Congress gets the, the agreement that I referred to. Um, this has implications for infrastructure, uh, which kind of flows through into the economy. So you know, everybody knows um, that Congress passed a bipartisan infrastructure law last year. Well, in order to get to the planned higher levels of spending, Congress has to appropriate those funds, but they're not there yet. So they're going to appropriate under the short-term bills at last year's levels. So um, that that has economic ramifications, at least in the short term. Now, Brian, historically, I feel like we tend to sometimes the spending bill and the debt ceiling maybe go hand to hand, hand in hand. Maybe I'm I'm confusing that, but is is the is there an issue with the debt ceiling? Is that at all connected to what we're talking about? They they can be. They're not always connected, but they can be. Um, obviously, uh, the debt. Well, so you know the, the 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 funding bill is on how much money a government spends in a given period of time, whether it's a year, a couple of months, uh, the debt ceiling is the government's ability to borrow. Um, and obviously it has to borrow because we've run up long-term deficits. Um, so that they are connected. Um, and the government's probably going to hit the debt limit sometime next year. Um, this is not a date issue. There's no date in the law that says on February 1, the debt ceiling is reached. It's a cash flow issue. Um, and so no one ever quite knows what um, tax revenues look like. So it's, you know, the, that is often connected to economic uh, activity. So um, sometime next year, early in the year, middle of the year, uh, the debt ceiling is going to be hit. And there had been some chatter for a couple of weeks that Democrats would try and raise it now and avoid the nasty fight later. And I think some of that was predicated on the view that Republicans would, were going likely going to win both chambers of Congress, and Democrats may want to handle this now because it could be messy later. Um, that, that that whole debate seems to be put aside for now. So I think Congress is going to punt on that, and we'll probably um, revisit the debt ceiling in 2023. Got it. Um, you know, we talked about this before, just speaking of September and the congressional agenda. You know, when... when um, Senators Manchin and Schumer reached that deal on the Inflation Reduction Act. Um, We had talked about how Manchin was told he would get a vote on streamlining the the permitting process for energy projects. Um, Where does that stand? Is that going to happen? Great question. Um, We don't know yet. Uh, So, um, you know, when, when just... For, for background, so um, people understand some of the, the, the terms uh, that, that we use in this stuff, um, the kind of DC jargon, the, uh, the short-term funding bill is called a continuing resolution or a CR. Um, so um, Congress is working on the exact language of the mansion deal. So there's no finished product um, for the CR yet, um, but they should be able to finish that over the next couple of weeks. So there's the writing of of the language, then there's the the politics of getting it in, in inserted into the CR, um, and I think there are a couple of problems uh, for the Mansion deal. Um, one, uh, Congress likes to keep CRs clean, no policy riders, you know, because once you open the door to a policy rider, then everybody wants their priorities included, and that just makes passing a CR more difficult. And you know, the 
in order to avoid shutting down the government, you, you want to keep it as simple and as clean as possible. Um, second, progressives aren't necessarily on board, especially progressives in the House. Um, they don't like the idea of making it easier to approve fossil fuel projects, even if it streamlines the process uh, for clean energy process, uh, projects. And, and, and that's been an issue. Uh, the, clean, uh, the approval of clean energy projects has been an issue. Um, but um, progressives may not want to give in on fossil fuel projects. Um, they also don't think they were bound by the deal, right? This was a deal between two senators. These are House members. Um, so um, what happened in the Senate ha happened in the Senate. You know, what happened in the Senate stays in the Senate. This is the House. Um, and then finally, Republicans are still pretty mad at what they think was a bait and switch by Senator Manchin. Um, they thought Manchin had clearly signaled that he would only agree to a narrow reconciliation bill, the IRA. Um, and because of that, they allowed the CHIPS Act uh, to proceed. But as soon as the CHIPS Act passed the Senate, a broader reconciliation bill was announced. So um, look, Republicans might like reforming um, environmental processes, um, permitting processes, but they're not really in a mood to help out Senator Manchin right now. Yeah, makes sense. Um, well, that's a lot. Anything else that we should know about for September? Yeah, so um, the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA, um, the House passed its NDAA a couple months ago. Um, now it's up to the Senate to pass its version. And then the, the two chambers will have to finish a compromise by year end uh, after the election. Um, but one of the items I, I kind of follow uh, connected to the NDAA is the Safe Banking Act, uh, which allows banks to serve the cannabis industry in states where it's legal without violating federal anti-money laundering laws because cannabis is still illegal at the federal level. So if you, if you lend to a cannabis company, a bank lends to a cannabis company, you're technically violating federal law. Um, so this is a carve out for the Safe Banking Act is a carve out. Now the safe, the, excuse me, the House's NDAA includes safe. Um, you know, if it's inserted into the Senate bill, then chances are for safe's passage are pretty good. Um, but we've been down this road before. Um, this happened last year. It was in the 2021 House NDAA, wasn't in the Senate version, and it wasn't included in the compromise at the end. So um, definitely watching in September what happens in the Senate bill. Like I said, if, if it makes the cut this time in the Senate bill, chances are pretty good. But if we if, but if we start down the path of last year in the House bill, out of the Senate bill, I think we're going to get the same end product uh, as we did last year. Um, and I guess I, I can mention, uh, you know, just one or two other items. Um, senators are passing, uh, excuse me, or they're pushing for a vote on an antitrust bill that would ban large tech companies from favoring their products and services on their platforms over their competitors' product, uh, products. Um, uh, this this bill's been, been worked on for a while. Um, obviously, the tech industry is against it. A lot of the West Coast California folks are against it. A vote in September seems unlikely at this point, but I'm, I'm keeping my eye on it. And then um, hasn't been announced yet, but we're expecting some Senate hearings on cryptocurrency regulation and capital market issues. Um, going to be watching that closely. So it, it, it's going to be a lot for investors to digest this month. Yeah. And September is you know traditionally like a little bit of a rocky month for the stock market too. So we've got all these Washington 
um, events to watch as well as historically the market is September is sometimes a little rough for the market. So yeah, um, so, I guess I mean, it'll keep us busy. Yeah. And, and on a compressed schedule, right? As you and I are yeah. talking here on September 7th, um, the fiscal year ends on the 30th. That's the day that they want to bolt to go back and campaign. Uh, that's a lot to get done in the next three, three and a half weeks. So uh, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be a busy uh, rest of the month. All right. Well, we'll be here for that. That'll be another. Yes, we will. We'll, have, we'll have material for another episode, but I guess that's that's pretty much all the time we have for this episode of Potomac Perspective. Of course, um, be sure to subscribe to and download the series from your favorite podcast platform. Brian, always a pleasure. Thanks again. Neil, great to talk to you. Same here. And we'll see everybody next time.